Mike Taylor Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Live from Oahu, Mike Taylor. You bet your ass we're on time. How you boys doing? Welcome in here. It is indeed MT Live. Presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Five locations already. Getting ready to be nine of them so bitches. Good evening and welcome in here. Welcome from the hellscape in Oahu. 25 floors above Waikiki. On the top floor of my building. My little tiny ass apartment. Good to have you boys in here. It is another edition. What are we, uh, episode 23? LG, is that what we are tonight? I think we're 23. Very good. 24. 24. Holy balls. 24. Okay, 24. Good Lord. Okay, cool. Excellent. Don't let me uh, get out of turn and start giving people free run. People whose uh, contracts are running out, make sure you make me remind them because I don't keep up with that. That's up to you. You got to tell me. Oh yeah, I'll keep I'll keep tabs on that. No free shit, uh, unless you're really good and I like you. So anyway, welcome. It's DJ LG. He is back in uh, LoveYouHardTV.com headquarters in South wow. Texas. Look at that, yeah. representing with a hat and everything. This shirt here was made years and years ago. Uh, this yeah. is not you can't get this on LoveYouHardTV.com. Um, this is the last time that iHeartRadio made swag that was show related. That is a long time ago. Had the same program director, different director of marketing, uh, different promotions director. He's turned to an, that guy's turned into a major league asshole. It no longer works for iHeartRadio, but it was those three. They know who they are that put these together. It was very beautiful. And they surprised nice. me when they made them. Now the autograph on these. It's fake. They just made that up. <laughs> I didn't just send that fancy in. Fancy font. They were like, oh, totally Mike pissed Taylor. me off. I'm like, what are you doing? That ain't my aunt. That's not my autograph. Believe me, because I've worked on that damn thing. We should remake that shirt and put a real autograph on it. Yeah, I agree. I've actually I've spent years perfecting my autograph. Yes. Is it narcissistic if I practice my autograph? Probably is, huh? Hang on, I'm gonna show you how it looks. Oh. Uh, this is my autograph if I ever sign something for you. See if you can see that. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, I, I'm too lazy to write the whole name. Just M. M. Taylor. Yeah. Whenever I have to initial stuff, I'll show you how cocky that looks. Watch this. I do, I do my initial like that. See that? The long M with just a mm -hmm. slash? I'm not feeling that. It's like a religious too, symbol or something. Like a cross? Well, I am, yeah, you know. it's going to be a cross. Oh, kind Michael is a biblical name. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. I was named after my uncle, Michael. I was at, I named after two uncles. People think that I'm named after my father. The fact that my father's name is Michael is purely coincidental. Here, tap your camera real quick because it went super okay. bright. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Okay. That helped. Oh, look at that. That's so weird. What? You yeah. got to get your ass out here and help me buy a better camera, dude. We've already yeah, talked about exposure. this many times. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Look how bright I am now. I'm going to do it again. Yeah, do it again. Son of a bitch. How's that? Yeah, just, eh, it'll figure it out eventually. Just leave it oh, alone. Jesus. Well, anyway, I'm named after two uncles. I had an uncle named Tony, who was a piece of shit, who wound up dying in prison, I think. We lost track of the guy. We, he, he either died a homeless bum under a bridge, or he died in the Texas Department of Corrections facility somewhere in Texas. 
the other guy I was named after another uncle named Michael, my mother's uncle, Michael, who passed in his 20s. He had uh, epilepsy, I think, and cerebral palsy and didn't live very long and died late 60s. I wasn't born until 74. And so they named me after him, a relative that had passed away, and then a jailbird that wind up dying in prison. Very Taylor, very me. So anyhow, um, yeah, that's my autograph. So this shirt has a fake shitty one that they just created, but this is the last time they made swag at iHeart. I'm, I don't know, probably 2014. It's an eight-year-old T-shirt. And how many people got one of those? Probably less than 50. They probably printed up about 50. About 10 or 15 people at the station got them. And then we gave the rest away to Thunderdomers. A few people have this one, and every time I wear it, I always get asked about it. It's a relic. I don't. I only wear it every once in a blue moon, and usually just for this show. I think I've worn it twice now on this show. And when I get done tonight, I'll put it right back in the closet and not wear it again for months because I want to. I'd like to preserve it, you know. But anyway, I'm using this to promote our shit. So there you go. Yeah. All right, Sam Freese is not in the room again. He's out this week. He'll be back on Tuesday. We shouldn't pay him, right? We should tell him to suck it. Of course, yeah. No, no, we're, we're going to put in your put in your work. <laughs> we don't do sick pay. <laughs> he barely earns the money we pay him when he's here. We'll go ahead and pay him. I, I'm, I'm, we should pay him. No, no, he's got a legitimate excuse. He's out this week. He's not doing the radio show either. Uh, he had to go back home up to Glen Rose, Texas. And I, I told him we were going to pay him already. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just screwing with him in case he happens to be <clears> watching. <throat> no. Nah. By the way, if you're watching Puma. You should be hosting, but that's another that's another deal. So anyhow, so he's not here. Shit, I'm not even 100%. Uh, I don't think you can tell on how I sound. Um, but I woke up this morning. Tell me if this concerns you. Coming off a pandemic. So when I swallow, it feels like I'm swallowing a razor blade. It hurts bad. And like when I woke, it was in the middle of the night, I was away. I slept pretty good, except for that part where I got woken up by the razor blade in the, in my throat, throat hurt like a bastard. So I got up to drink some water and it just killed going down my throat. Super hurts to the touch on the inside. Right. And it got better as the day went on, but all of a sudden now I think maybe I should go take some more day quill because it's starting to hurt again. So I've got hot coffee here. But it hurts like hell to swallow. So if I, like, pause, it's because my damn throat hurts. And they're not swollen now, but also when I woke up this morning, my lymph nodes in my neck were real swollen. What do you think? I've already had coronavirus. I know you can get it again. From the neck down, I feel great. I have no fatigue. My, my, I don't have a headache. I'm tasting food. I had an appetite. Um, I'm pissed off that I didn't get to go to the gym cause I hadn't been to the gym in over a week cause I was home in Texas and didn't get a chance to go. So I was looking forward to getting back to the gym today and then I wake up not feeling well. So I'm like, well, shit, I better not go to the gym cause I might have a setback and it might make it worse. I think I caught a cold on the fucking airplane. I spent, so I was in two airports. Three, I was in three airports, and actually, one, two, three, I was, in, I was in San Antonio's airport, Houston's airport, Honolulu's airport. So three airports yesterday, two different airplanes. Last time you flew, dude, you wore a mask, I'm sure, right? Even though they, they've waived the mask rule. Oh, dude. You still wear it? 
Yeah. I was wearing masks before the pandemic even was a thing. I know you were. Yeah. I just thought it's because you were kind of a weird Asian guy and you've been overseas and stuff and got creeped out by stuff. Because no, the Chinese just, have been wearing masks for years. Yeah. And that's where I picked their it shitty up. air. And it, it was also a travel hack on Southwest because the open seating. Uh, pre-pandemic, if you wore a mask, nobody would sit next to you, and you'd get the whole oh, beautiful. Oh, they, they were but they now, were scared of you, thinking yeah, you had exactly. like some sort of disease. Yeah, a leper. Oh, cool. But it doesn't work anymore. But, yeah. I wore my mask all day yesterday on the plane. Now, okay, when they brought the meal, I took it off to eat. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. Course. Obviously, I had to have something to drink. It was an eight-hour flight from Houston. So if I but if I wasn't drinking or I wasn't physically eating. I had the damn mask on and I still wound up catching something. I don't think it's Rona because I've had it. This doesn't feel like that at all. Just think I got a damn cold or strep throat. Sucks. Those uh, home tests that you can do that they were handing out for free or whatever. No, the Mexican enemy does not want to get a test. Oh, okay. If I don't go and I, if I don't get tested that I don't have it, if they don't tell me, uh, they don't tell me I have it. I don't got it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, dude. Nah, we'll figure it out. I'm fine. I feel physically great. So I'm just not doing well. Was it, was it irresponsible for me to go to work today? You can't be missing work every time you get a little something, something, because it may not be that shit. I don't know. I've been vaccinated twice. I've had a booster. I've had coronavirus. That doesn't mean I can't get it, but I don't feel this doesn't feel at all like, and the coronavirus, when I got it in January, didn't feel bad. It was pretty, I, hell, I totally could have worked that week, but you can't. This does not even feel nearly as bad as that. I just think I have strep throat. Cold still exists in this world. Strep throat still exists in this world. Flu still exists in this world. And I think I've got strep throat or just a cold. I, but I physically feel great. I could go totally go run, could go dive in the ocean and swim, do shows. The reason I went ahead and went to work today without getting tested is because I don't see anybody. I walk in, I'm never around anybody because of the time of the day, and I'm in a room isolated by myself. They, give, they gave me my own room. There's literally no one ever walks in there. It's just me, just my gear. There's an old board in there that never gets used. There's no one ever goes in there to do anything ever. What's up with the like 50 TVs on the wall in there? It looks like freaking NASA. In my room where I do the show? Yeah. When you did a little behind the scenes video, there was like a room with like all these monitors on the wall. It's like, what the um, hell is that for? That must, that's not where I do the show. Oh, yeah. They have, I mean, there's, there's a shit ton in that room. I think they're just storing them, honestly. It's an old radio room they never use, and they've got a bunch of extra monitors, and they just went in there and put them up, and they never get used. It's just extra gear. That's all it is. That station's also, like, turning over. They're moving all of sales across the hall to where programming is. This is so not fun for listeners or viewers, but <laughs> they're moving all of sales over to where programming is because they're refurbishing the building. They're totally redoing it. They're reconstructing it, right? I have all these radio stations never act, act like they never have any money and they spend a million dollars to refurbish the building. Isn't that funny how that works, but they don't have any money. Seems to happen every so three years too. Massive overhaul in the building. And so they just kind of rearrange shit. There's stuff everywhere. It's messy. And they just threw me in the back. I got my own little room where I do the radio show and you're right. It's full of monitors that never get used. So I, I don't know what, the, I think it's just storage. They're just doing a bit. 
So anyway, so here we are. That's it. That's all I got. I want you to subscribe to this thing. I want you to like this thing. And I want you to tell other thunder, other thunder dumbers about it right on schedule. Hector, thank you. Just donated two bucks through the super chat. You can super chat with us. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Mike Taylor live. And if you do that, then I'm going to read your stuff. I'll read a few of the chats. I, I enjoy the chat. And it, get, it distracts me because it's right in my face and I like to read them. Uh, but if you do the super chat or you do the buymeacoffee.com slash Mike Taylor live, you automatically will get your stuff read because that's how much we love you and we, we appreciate your, your tip money. All right. So I had, we announced a couple of weeks ago that one of our new clients on this show, which I'm so thrilled is the Austin gamblers. And I have been in contact with some of the people with the Austin gamblers the last couple of days. And I think that we might be expanding our partnership with them in the future, which is great. And the timing could not be any better. And they just had their big kickoff party yesterday in Austin over at Republic Square near it's in central Austin off the off of sixth. That's this tonight. A big, it's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going on right now. And they're going to have like guys out there that are like, they're going to have Cowboys out there that are going to like riders that haven't even been drafted yet. And my boy, JJ, who's the CEO of the thing is out there. And, um, starting tonight, they're officially a thing. They've been around forever, the Professional Bull Riders Association. I mean, hell, they have over 500 bulls, 200-something professional riders. But it's always just kind of been a free-for-all where you just kind of show up. You're a cowboy. It's kind of like being in a golf tournament. You're just basically a one-man team. You're a contract employee. And you show up and you qualify for tournaments and you ride bulls and see if you can win some prize money or a big old buckle or something and not get your ass hurt and killed. So PBR has decided to go ahead and start a league now, like a football league with teams and everything, with a draft and everything. So next month will be the first ever PBR draft, and our very own Austin Gamblers have the number one overall pick, which means we are going to get the best damn bull rider in the world. He's this little bitty dude about five foot three from Brazil. South America has put out bull riders the way the Caribbean puts out baseball players over the years pretty crazy how it's taken off in south america i mean there's a lot of ranches and there's a lot of bulls and horses and shit and cattle and rodeos and stuff in south america but back in the day when i was a kid growing up in fort worth going to this fat stock show and rodeo every year i don't remember a bunch of brazilians or argentinians in there i, I just don't remember but all of a sudden now you got a handful of them guys that are making their mark here in the states and the best damn guy in the country of the world is a brazilian so the gamblers are going to wind up with him and the other big news, in addition to Austin having the number one pick, is the great Michael Dell is bought into the team. So the way they're going to do it is next month they're going to have a draft. The teams will pick 10 Cowboys, 10 riders. Seven will actually go to the events and be active. Three will be like practice squad guys, like a football team. You'll have seven guys in the active roster. There will be 10 different events spread out over the fall. Uh, Austin will have, Austin will have its own events. So like all the teams go to the same event, right? In different cities each week in August, Austin's going to host one at the mood at, at the new Moody center in the central mood, Austin. Is that what we're calling it now. That's what my, that's what, that's what Matthew McConaughey decided it was going to be called the other day when he had that failed ribbon cutting scene in which nobody cheered for him. The mood, of course, that's what he wanted to call it. Bless the mood. So that's where we're going to have the event for the gamblers and all the teams will come in anyway, blah, blah, blah. At the top teams will go to Vegas at the end of the year in November. And basically the Super Bowl 
will be in Vegas in November. So it's super badass. And Michael Dell, who everybody knows who that is, who just recently bought into the San Antonio Spurs, is now one of the co-owners of the Gamblers. The owners are this married couple, and the guy, he owns part of Man City, I think. He's big time, but he's also sold it. He wanted to sell a chunk of it to a local boy, and he sold it to the great Michael Dell, who just last year bought a chunk of the San Antonio Spurs, freaked a bunch of y'all out thinking that um, he was going to move the Spurs to Austin, which ain't true. My, having Michael Dell involved with the Spurs is a great thing. Having Mike Dell involved with the Gamblers is a great thing. So that's actually really badass news. All right, so that's cool. And, uh, again, the official professional bull riding team of the Taylor Show, Mike Taylor Live, you bet your ass it's the Austin Gamblers. All right, it is Mike Taylor Live. Subscribe, like, drop us a, drop us a tip uh, in the Super Chat or in buymeacoffee.com slash uh, Mike Taylor live. Okay, dude, I wanted to talk to you about DJs and ask mm-hmm. you a question about DJs. Why the fuck do they want to get paid? <laughs> Cause it's a profession just like everything. Else. I know I'm, I'm, okay, I'm kidding. So here's the deal. Here's my dilemma. So the barbecue is coming up mm-hmm. in June, the 2022 Mike Taylor show barbecue cook off of 2k 22 benefiting the Salvation Army girls and boys club on the west side of San Antonio, Texas. All right. Gotcha. We got celebrity judges. We got activities for the kids. We're going to have a dunking booth. I'm working on a volleyball match. You down for that? <laughs> do a little volleyball that day? You trying to do some shirtless Top Gun volleyball or what? Bet your ass. We're going to recreate the <laughs> Top Gun scene, uh, the volleyball scene from Top Gun this year. Yeah. Puma will be Goose. I'll be, I'll be uh, Maverick. But we, uh, we're figuring out how we're going to do that and who's going to be able to play and stuff. You obviously can show up and play. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to sell a bunch of meat. We're going to judge a bunch of barbecue teams. And we're going to give a shit ton of money to the Salvation Army again, like always. This year, though, so tell me your opinion on this. We've already decided it, but I just want to hear what you think anyway. It's done. This year, I'm not going to have a bunch of bands. The last couple we've had... We had a bunch of bands, and at the time, it, I thought, okay, that sounds pretty cool. A bunch of bands show up and play live tunes while people are out there playing grab ass, and the cooking yeah, teams yeah. are cooking, and we're just walking around, and we're just kind of middling about out there. And I thought it was cool to have a bunch of bands. What happened was the first, the last, these couple of years is we got overloaded on bands, which is a good problem, right? Don't get me wrong. But we'd have, like, bands and, like, regular like pop singers and stuff, and it was great. Uh, I'd like to have a national anthem. That'd be cool. Uh, a mariachi band showed up and played last year, which was very cool. I'm not trying to yeah. run people off, but it, it felt like more of a like a music fest. I'm not trying to do. I'm not trying to create Bonnaroo out there. I'm trying to have a barbecue, but you I know, do mar- want music. mariachis are simple though because they don't need. You, you can have them, right. you know, acoustic. You, you don't need to plug them in and you know sure. throw a stage together and all this stuff. They right. Just so I'm cool with them. Jam. Yeah, my boy, my boy Gil is the official mariachi player of the show. Yep. I saw and Gil like out at Dreams last week. I'm sure it did. I'd love for Gil's, Gil's people to come back out and do a thing with us. I'd like to have a national anthem singer. But honestly, after that, dude, I, I told the guys on the barbecue committee, I don't want a bunch of bands because it was kind of a beating because like band shows up. They got, we have to, we have to go get a stage, which cost us money. And I don't want any overhead totally cost us money to put the stage up. Cause it's not cheap to put a stage up. That sucks. Then a band shows up. You gotta make sure you're all plugged in and no one gets electrocuted. What if it, guy, what if it rains? Gotta have a tech dude. 
Band shows up. They got to load all their gear and do their set, break their shit down. New band shows up. It's like, I'm not trying to recreate Woodstock out there, right? So I was thinking, rather than have a bunch of damn bands, why don't we just have a DJ, just a dude or a girl, I don't care, just a DJ out there, just play tunes, just have tunes going. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be, Mr. Kennedy, it doesn't even have to be like a wedding. I thought DJ Freddie or whoever y'all had last year, the DJ Tano Fred, DJ, he only did it for like an hour, but he was, he was pretty right. Good, you know? He was really good. And I know there's a shit ton of DJs in the area that are really good. So we reached out to a couple dudes and they all want money. And like, again, I'm not hating on them, by the way, I get it. I do to take all your gear, take it outside in the heat, spend two hours or three or four and do your thing. I mean, these guys want to get paid. It's their, it's their profession. It's more, even at, at least it's a side hustle and they're not doing it for free. However, this is a charity LG. Yeah. It's like, trying to raise money for the Salvation you know? Army. I'll, I'll put some feelers out there. I know if you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can you days. write shit off? Write off your gas. Write off the electric that you write you off the write usage off, of you your You can write gear. off what you normally charge as a charity because you're donating. Right. Time. Yeah. yeah. Right. One dude wanted a thousand bucks for four hours. I'm like, dude. Good I, Lord. I don't, I can't. No, we're not doing that. I mean, I can get you some pandulce. How about a free barbecue plate? How about you get, how about I put you on? The YouTube show, shit, I'll let you do half a segment on the radio show. <laughs> you know, write that shit up. Watch, your reward, out, you're, careful now. Your, your reward is you are making your heart right with the Lord. Jesus will love you if you do this, right? And you'll get some pub. And then in the future, when you have a paid gig, let me know. And I'll tell Thunderdome to go support your paid gig. But there I'd love to have someone show up and do it for free. I, I so know for a fact why there's some Thunderdome DJs out there that I didn't think I'd have any issues, but fucking it. Y'all want fucking money. So what do I need to do? I just throw it out. Hey, y'all want a DJ? Let me know and we'll pick someone. But it'd I'll be cool if out. you don't get we'll, paid. We'll see what's up. I know a couple I can ask. All right, dude. Cash I just wanted to bitch favors. about that for a minute. What's that? <laughs> I said I'll cash in some favors and we'll see what Who are the best DJs in our area? Do you even know guys in Austin? Uh, in Probably Austin? a little bit. Uh, or this the area? Not really. South Central, I mean, next. In, in San Antonio, they're probably the best DJ you're going to get is DJ Donnie D. But Donnie D. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if he's free or if he's got time to donate. So. I just want to know, is DJing still a big, huge deal? You don't do it yeah, nearly as much. It is. It still is. Yeah. Like the Skrillex still sell out amphitheaters and shit. I don't know about that, but I know the, the, the grunt DJ, the DJ you see at your local hole in the ball wall, uh, hole in the wall bar is a, uh, is essential still today. And there, mm-hmm. if you go any, any bar downtown, there's a DJ there usually. So they're working, right. but I don't know about these superstar DJs. You quit doing it because you were doing morning shows what uh, yeah. what was like you were rolling in at three or four o'clock in the morning and then turning around and running my show back in the day at 6 a.m yeah, yeah. back when we were doing morning that was insane i would leave the bar at like 3 a.m and then I, jesus sometimes i would run home to try to let my dog out or you know something but most of the time i go straight to the station and it was at the old building at the time and woai had a a crusty old couch in the talk studio <laughs> right and i would sneak in there at like 3.30 a.m. to crash out on the couch before I had to be up at like 5 to start prepping for your show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie Parker would always come in barging in there before his show to kick me out. 
But uh, yeah, that was my life for many years. <laughs> but that's not the reason I it. quit. The reason I oh, quit is just, it's it's just a rough life, man. You're out all hours of the night. I got, I've been hit by a drunk driver three <laughs> times. <laughs> Can you make that out? Not really. Yeah, that was a that's, bad night. That's LG after a yeah. fight with a hooker in a bar after after uh, DJing. That was a what rough club night. was that? There's a there's a there's a there's a closer version. That was see. the infamous uh, Bushwood Country Club, you know. Named that was after this the, was uh, the Caddyshack Country Club. This was at Bushwood Country Club. Yeah, can't really see him unfortunately. Um, uh, but that's a, probably a good thing because your I, shirt's I my nipples off. hanging out. Yeah, it is definitely hanging out after yeah. a fight with a damn hooker who went into the bar and was trying just, to sell her yeah, wares. The buttons and are LG ripped, got, ripped off of that shirt. That's why poor LG got in a, didn't mean to get into a scrap with her, but she got a hold of him and <laughs> y'all fell down. And you probably shattered the bones and that your finger. How long did your finger hurt? I, I mean, the tip of, it was a broken fingertip, basically. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I remember I asked Doc. It was the Doc Garrett so Wednesday. <laughs> I think you were so and, beaten and down. First thing we asked him was. <laughs> Was how do I heal my broken finger? But and what do you say? You can't just you can do really. ride it out. Yeah. Jesus, not much you can what, do about it. What makes what makes one DJ more badasser than the other one? Like why is Donnie D the shiznit over uh, everybody else? Skills. You're pretty damn else, good, man. dude. Huh? Yeah. I'd say skills above all else. Skills and music selection. How to rock a crowd. Music selection. Skills, music selection, variety. How to yeah. rock a crowd, how to read a crowd. Right. Uh, Donnie D's a turntablist, so it, it may not be everybody's style because he's he cuts and scratches a lot. There's a lot of quick mixes. But yeah. it just shows the technical skill and precision that he possesses. Okay. All right. He's a local kid. Is he an older dude or what? How long has he been older around? He's been around okay. for a while. You know, so, like, is time. he so good where this is his actual only job? Or yeah. it's a big part of his. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been his job. Damn. For a while. He was like the 2003 like DMC regional champion. DMC is the big competition for DJs or whatever. Okay, good lord. If you win that, okay. you're pretty much the shit. So. Damn. Okay. Do you know the dude? Probably. Yeah, I know him personally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we're on, we'll get his ass I'll in here. Let him. him. I'll on. see what he's doing. See if he's, see if he'll, you know, we could. It'd be cool if he would spin for us during this show. That'd be badass. Yeah. Copyright. Mm. <laughs> Wait. What the do music. you mean copyright? The music. It's his shit. Yeah. It, the music is his. He didn't make any of the music. So all right, right, Once so, again, <laughs> you know how much often I play shit on the radio show. Why can't Bro, I play you shit have on the iHeart Radio license, man? You have. Why don't we have license to play tunes? We never get to play any fucking music on this show. What's the deal? (laughs) I can play like crappy music like this. Right. You play that. (laughs) This is the music that YouTube has provided for me. It's license-free music. YouTube provides it. Okay. Yeah. So you can go to a bar and spin whatever you want. Tribe Called Quest, Tupac. Technically, Whatever. you're not. You technically you're not supposed to. The bar is actually supposed to pay licensing fees when the DJ goes. Nope, nobody does. Bullshit. But yeah, so wait a minute. Yeah. So we have a DJ come out and play tunes at the Salvation Army's for, uh, barbecue. Are that legally, technically? I mean, against legally, the law? it's technically against the law. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Come yeah. on. Nobody, I mean, there's nobody to enforce it. 
All right. So we can't get a guy to spin for us in the background. That would be cool. <laughs> I mean, if it was the case, I would turn around right now and hop on. Because <laughs> you have to use other, you have to use samples of songs that are you have to use owned uh, by others. Yeah, license free music or whatever. Well, Jesus, I'm just going to yeah. make a full blown rap record myself, and we're just going to play go. that. Or if just people re- give us permission to use their music, we can spin it. Like you like could that. Take my, you can take my rap that. skills. Okay, I have a challenge for you. Uh-oh. Take my rap skills, and we'll, uh, you, me, and Puma will do a bit, and we'll sing. We'll make a record. We'll sing. We'll, we, need, well, you we, can, we need to enlist a little scratch. bit of help on that, I think. You can do some scratches. I'll do some uh, rapping. Have, and yeah, we can I'll do some Turn scratches. that into one of your turntable we'll, we sets. We can film the music video. That'd be badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we need, to get, we need to get somebody on production with this. So, we'll, we'll, Who we do we need? How do we, how do we make that happen? I don't know. We, need, we just need someone to... To be willing to make a beat and uh, put it together, to edit it all together, slap it down. I thought that's Track what you it did. Up. <laughs> I mean, I could do I it, but I, uh, yeah, well, I'd want to get it done like you know, good. So I've, I've got someone in mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is he? Okay, cool. If we get someone to, it's a tiny little five minute mixer. It'd be funny with yeah, all of us yeah. on it. It'd be fucking great. <laughs> All right, dude, that's, I just, sorry, welcome to our, welcome to episode 24, which has essentially turned into a production meeting between me and Lawrence. (laughs) How's the michelada? Mm, It's missing, these are good, but it's like missing the tomato flavor. Oh, it's it's missing the spices. Yeah, it's like just the spices. All right. right, back up to something you said. You got hit three times by drunks driving home back in your DJ days? Yeah, over the course of the years, yeah. Three times. One time I had How to chase a damage? dude. Huh? Uh, it's never never been severe damage. But you chased a dude? I ch- he got away. I was in a Honda. I was in a '99 Honda CRV, and he was in a brand new Dodge Charger, and he slammed into me at a red light, like sideswiped me, shit. and then just kept going through the red light. And so I chased him and called. I called yeah. the cops, and I was like, "I'm chasing the dude right now." Yeah. And they told me not to. But I tried right. him, you know, him until he away. just burned my ass on the highway, like down Jesus. high But God, I got his baby. plates and his insurance. Actually, he got pulled over later in the night and got a DWI, yeah. and his insurance contacted me and his, and his lawyer. Oh, so good. Weeks, so yeah, there, was some, later. there was some justice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. I got yeah, paid okay. for a little. I didn't get the car fixed. I just took the money. Yeah. Did you ever have any issues where you, like, damaged, had damaged glass? Uh, Yeah. Um, any other drunk run-ins? No, it was actually, but I was DJing at Rebar at the time, and it was the the giant hailstorm that hit San Antonio. I guess it was like 2016, I want to say, 15 maybe. But it was crazy, and yeah. I, had hail, just, I remember, yeah, 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 the hailstorm. It destroyed my windshield, which was brand new. I had just replaced it because I had a rock chip that turned into a crack, and I had just replaced it a week before, so I had to go yeah. back and get it replaced again. She, shiite. Yeah. So, did you take it to R and R Auto Glass to get it fixed? You bet your ass, I did. Hell yeah! You, did you get that Taylor Special? Of course. You bet your yeah. ass he did. Whether you get hit by a drunk driver, see, uh, see what I just did there? It's good radio and and television. Whether you get hit by a drunk driver, whether you're a dumbass who sideswipes somebody and runs, you still could do damage to your glass. They don't ask any questions. You just take your dumb car in there and get it fixed. Don't let an insurance company tell you where to get your glass fixed because they they work with all insurance companies at R&R. Here's what happens. A lot of times, 
these these like these body shops will get in cahoots with an insurance company. Let's say you got XYZ insurance company, they're gonna have you go to this other place. They got some big ass corporate deal with some you know chain body shop or whatever. Have you go get the glass fixed over there? It's a pain in the ass. You may have to spend three, four days a week waiting on your car to get done. You're having a carpool. You're having to catch a ride with some on a bus, God forbid, borrow your old lady's car, whatever. Um, you ain't got to worry about that shit when you go to R&R Auto Glass. They take all the insurances. So tell your insurance company, we ain't going there. I'm going to R&R because they accept our insurance. You'll be in and out of there in an hour or so, and you'll be done, and that'll be it. The official auto glass repair company at Taylor, Mike Taylor Live, is R&R Auto Glass. Admit you me when you go in there. They're in San Antonio right by the airport at 281 in Tacoma. So if you're going southbound on 281, you exit Tacoma, you take a right, you pass the, the nudie bar, the Cochino porn shop there on the left, and they're about a quarter mile down on the left-hand side. Mention me, and they'll give you a Taylor special. Y'all, it's R&R Auto Glass. All right, Holmes, you ready to go into the sack here, dude? You ready to do a little thing going to the sack? Let's do it. It is Mail, motherfucker. time for that sack. All right, where's that dude that paid? You got to get his ass in there. Oh, what was yeah, that Hector dude's name? The super chat. Hector, that a boy. What's that? He's got some advice for you. Get some Vicks, drink 7-Up, yep. and eat some caldo, Holmes. Well, okay, Vicks. I can get Vicks here in the hellscape. Vicks. Caldo, that's going to be hard to do. I am going to have chicken. I'm going to make myself some chicken. Yeah, Caldo's um, just chicken soup, Mexican What do you say? I know. What do you say? Vicks, Caldo, and what? 7-Up. Oh, 7-Up. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't know what it's, that's going to do for you. Nah, nothing. It's the, That's for when you've been puking and shit. Um, and you're trying to keep something down, and you need a little bit of something on your belly. It's the ingredients in caldo that make you feel better when you're sick. You can't just eat chicken and throw it in water. It's the cumin. It's the different seasonings that all mix together with that distinctive smell that get up in your passages. That's what makes you feel good. Thank you, M. Kendall. So is a DJ is a DJ out was trying to figure out a way to support. Thank you for buying us five coffees. No, I needed no, we need a DJ. I'm just trying to find one that'll do it for free. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I've had a couple of people step up tonight and say, well, I'll, I'll just give, I'll, I'll just pay the DJ myself. And I love y'all for that, but fuck that shit. I want the money to go to the place. I want the money to go to Salvation Army. I want it to go to the Boys and Girls Club. I don't want to be, I, I don't make jack shit. I actually, I lose money supporting this. I've got my damn name on the thing, you know? Um, I have to, I buy my own flight to come in. I mean, it's not their fault that I don't live there, but I got, I, I have to buy my flight. I'm bringing my twins this year, so I'll be flying them in and got to fly back out to the hellscape. I'm actually spending an, a, I'm, I'm spending chingles of money to do this myself, and I, I just I, I love the cause. So surely I can get some DJ just to bring some beer, ride it off. You know, we'll hook him up. We'll, we'll give him some love. We'll give him a bunch of pub. I'll tweet about him. Hell, we'll put him on this show for 10 minutes or whatever. Who if did he's you willing re- to reach it, out to? Do you know the names of them? I want to know who's being punk. Oh, <laughs> why don't we do? Why don't we discuss later? Because it's a hand later. Yeah, because right. I, I, I want to make sure that I don't want to upset anybody. And I'm not mad at any of these guys that want to make money. I get it. It's a Saturday. <clears throat> it's your profession or it's your side hustle. And you got into this business because you want to make a little bit of money doing something that's fun and that you love to do. And I get all that. I do. I'm, I'm trying to find somebody that wants to get their heart right with the Lord. You ain't got to do nothing. 
any, like I said earlier, it's not even like you're running a wedding. They're going to have no. a bunch of chingonas out there you're doing the electric supply. It's, it like it's a an fucking, easy, yeah, easy play, gig. Just you're play just music. Hit play. That's all you do. Let me ask you this about copyright. So yeah. last, during the pandemic, I was at your house. You recorded me breakdancing in your house while you were spinning. Yeah. And I put it on Twitter and Facebook. Why wasn't that against the law? Uh, Facebook uh, usually will will block you for it. But Twitter, I don't know. Twitter's like a wild west. Thank really you to Mike's Jamaican Fun Baby. Just bought us a coffee. Says I'm a staunch pot smoker. Thank you. Oh, Appreciate well, that. Shout out. I, it's always tense when Smoking Mike's Jamaican... Reefers? When, when Mike's Jamaican fun baby comes in here. So you were, so no. Twitter's wild ass. And so it's okay to break the FCC law on there. Yeah. I don't, uh, everyone's got a different rule. Right. YouTube is this is one of the strictest on the copyright. And, yeah. You uh, remember that video you were in there spinning and you, you just bought the house. You didn't have any, you hardly had any, uh, furniture in that house. Yeah. You had all your shit. You had all your gear set up in the front room, like a total bachelor pad scene. And I was hammered and high and was just decided to, I decided to unleash and show my physical skills. Fun times. Dance yeah. Those were fun, fun times. times. <laughs> <laughs> and you were spinning and yet we shared it on all the socials and you didn't say shit about breaking the law then. No, I've tried okay. everything though. I've tried because during the pandemic, I started spinning uh, DJ sets because I was bored. And so I've tried Facebook, Instagram, they shut you down after a while. Okay. Uh, Twitter didn't seem to shut me down ever. It's just I didn't have a lot of uh, viewers there. Um, Twitch never shuts me down. Okay. But nobody's there. It's a bunch of gamers. So. Okay. Chris Garza, been listening to you since you were with the mothership ESPN. Keep doing you. Love it. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that, dude. Golly, I was at ESPN Radio from 2001 to 2007. And thank God got thrown a life preserver and was able to get down to South Texas and start a whole new life. Like literally that worked nice. out great. Thank you, Chris. What's up? Uh, da, 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 da. Eric price. It was April, 2016 on that hailstorm. Okay. Yeah. Golly. Has it been that long? Holy shit. It's been six years. It's crazy. Man. Damn. Guy called Roberto says TikTok has tons of DJs and they spend all kinds of shit and no one says anything to them on TikTok. I mean, weren't you supposed to be on TikTok like several months ago? The beginning yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, I was, sir. At episode I, four, you're like, I'm going to be on TikTok. Yeah, I know. What are we on now? Five, I'll be on TikTok. <laughs> 20 episodes later. Yeah. Man, there's, yeah. There's just so much I do. I mean, I'm a one man show and I don't, I need a handler to do that for me. If it's, I were uh, home all the time, I'd come over to your house every day and just make you do my shit. We figure it out, yeah. It's a lot harder when you're uh, across the pond there. Yeah, and when you're as ignorant as I am, technically speaking, you know? At some point, yeah, I'm open to it, but it requires effort and thought, and I'm in charge of all the content on the radio show, 95% of the content on this. I'm in control of all my current social media stuff. It's just one more thing to bog down my day so I don't get shit done. I mean, I do want to though. I do. It, I, I, it's in my brain that I should probably do it at some point. I just, I want someone to help me run it. That yeah, makes Texas sense. Texas cheerleader know? just launched a TikTok account. I know. I, I know. Don't make me feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it at some point, man. 
uh, maybe by Tuesday's show. Who knows? Maybe that'll be my big announcement <laughs> on Tuesday that I've gone Possibly. to TikTok. I no, I promise when I ever get home for good, or at least more often, I'm would you help me with that shit? Yeah, I got your back, bro. Do you? Yeah. Well, we need you to didn't make say more that with much period. conviction. What's that? <laughs> if we need to make more contact, period. So I would be I all over it if you were here. I know. Which, by or the way, there. My little apartment's waiting on you. Oh, uh, yeah. That I've got a comfortable air name, mattress, huh? queen size blow up <laughs> air mattress. The futon's comfy that comes off that couch and lays right here in the floor. But, yeah, like we I said, up like a couple of bachelors. We need to open up the calendar and pluck out. We need to do this. Yeah, like you cannot do it May 23rd through the 29th. I, that's noted. I think I have I a, have a, I will have a anyway. special visitor here with me, and I'll be off work that week. All right. I may be um, in Columbus, Ohio that week. Oh, for a gig? Yeah. Oh God. Ugh. We'll see. Don't start shooting. Don't start shooting opium in your veins. <laughs> People are so fucking beaten down in that shit bag part of the state. Half of them are on heroin and popping opium pills and shit. Sound like an old man. Half of them are on that heroin. Um, it can be before then. It can be before May twenty third or any time after, but not after June the sixth. Yeah, June 6th through the 10th, I'll be in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Then June 11th through June 17th, that following week, that's barbecue week and Thunderdome night and Thunderdome night at the missions game. Yep. I'm your baby. We can do whatever you want. There then. you go. But I'll be with you. Some point you need to come out here. I need to take you on these beautiful trails out here in Hawaii, show you this ocean. Uh, we'll, we'll go, we'll go hang out with some of the locals here in town that I know that do poke and have like like fucking hippie farms and stuff like that. We'll go to a there you go. We'll go hiking through the mountains and we'll take a surf lesson. You ever nice. have you ever dove dove dived with sharks? We can do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You want to do that? I'm not big in a on, ca- the ocean is uh, the one thing I'm not huge on. Like going take you about deep three miles out. out. Drop a cage out there. I've done it. Take you about three miles. About three rock. miles out, just so you can't <laughs> see the land anymore. I don't Fuck yeah, the water's legs. rough. It's the open Pacific Ocean. It's okay, three miles out. The okay, street. well, I'm gonna Not need a big ass cage I'm in there. Need, like, you jump your ass an hour in there. or two to acclimate. I'm gonna need to throw up, and then you maybe know, see, at that point, you stick easy, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. The rocking Pacific, <laughs> yeah, you'd be roughing, dude. I but, but the, the thing is, I lo- I love going out. It's just you okay. know, I get sick. So I, I've gone out on many a rough seas. Can you I handle like a catamaran that goes like a mile out and just for fun? Yeah, leisure? yeah, I can handle that. That goes real slow, like the shark boat. It goes way the fuck but... out there, and it's small. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that, yeah, bouncing up and down like you're f- getting ready to that. storm the fucking beach of Normandy. You know, that's different. It all depends on how rough the water is, man. Okay, like if the water's right. you know like glass, I'm good. <laughs> it's uh, like a lake. I'm good. It's glass right off my, where I live here in my neighborhood. It's glassy. It's beautiful for like a yeah. hundred yards out. But once you get past that, the wake, yeah, get into the open sea. I mean, it's the ocean, homie. That's it's not it's fucking I the ocean. Yeah, and we'll see. Well, it all, all depends right. on how I'm feeling. But I'll climb some okay. volcanoes and stuff, and I'll snorkel in the shallows. <laughs> okay, cool. Do you have gear that we can like? I roll on our snorkeling adventures. Cause I can take you, I can take you places where the fish are so packed. Yeah. yeah. It's all you see. You like, you'll be, you'll have schools just going past you. This is what you'll see right here. Like this is fish. Yeah, I just grab a GoPro. I got, I got my own snorkeling gear too. So 
good. Okay, very good. Well, we rent that shit. Don't don't oh, bring yeah. us. Yeah, no, got, just bring I the bring minimum. Get the job done. All right. Well, stuff. let's look at the dates. Get your ass out of here and start putting some content on this website already. There we go. I'm excited. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm let's, ready. Let's we try, got let's lots try to of, do got, something in May or June then. Okay, cool. Either I can't wait because that'll, that'll get us May. that'll get us through the yeah. summer. Ultimately, Mid-May. what I'd like to do, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell people that are watching this now, I want to do a bunch of like short videos of like LG and I snorkeling out in the ocean, hiking the mountains, doing shit back in San Antonio or Austin or wherever in this world. I also at some point would like to put together a program. This is what we were originally going to do, but the YouTube thing took off. We actually have awesome, badass sponsors and stuff. So this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Eventually I would like to put together a season of like, how long would the, how long would the, the episodes be? Seven minutes long, something short. Oh yeah, five to seven for minutes. YouTube content. Yeah, probably no longer than ten minutes. Yeah, basically just us doing our shit in the world, and we turn it into like a television program, and we launch a full season. Am I allowed to tell them? I can tell them that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, that is what I want. Speculation. To do. Yeah, right I now. got lots of gold, <laughs> man. Um, my life has changed and I'm super hyped. I'm hyped for the second half of my life. I feel really good. I'm healthy. I'm, mm, I'm super happy. I've got some really great friends back home and a lot of support and just a matter of getting the content on this website. Cause at some point when I'm an old man, no one's going to give a shit, what I think about it anymore. So by then I'd like our website where we just we go get some good looking kids and stick them on here and let them do shit. You know what I mean? There you go. It's kind of like the, yeah. the new Jackass movie. They, they have a bunch of new young kids cause they can't do yeah. the stunts anymore. So they hired a yeah, bunch Johnny of young idiots produces. that'll do it. You know? Yeah. Johnny Knoxville produces it cause he's old and he's had every bone broken and he's busted and he's let exactly. some new dudes do this and I'll just let they them do work. like one or two key stunts and then they let the other kids do all the stupid shit. Yeah, I'd be badass. This thing's going to take off. We're going to do well. It's just a matter of you're, you and me quit being lazy, mostly me. <laughs> well, yeah, and funding. And, yeah, that too. And funding. That's the yeah, thing. And that, that, that's the funding. It would cost money to do all this shit. And God knows I, I certainly can't afford to pay for it all out of pocket right now because I'm, God knows, maybe in a couple of years when I'm back in the black, <laughs> I'll be able to help <laughs> yeah, pay for more too. shit. Uh, but I'm excited about what we what we have in the future. Lawrence and I have talked about this quite a bit, and we've been actually talking about this for the last few years, just it's kicking around while, ideas and what we want to do. And you know, we're we're to the point now where it's time to ask or get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, yeah, opportunity only time. comes once in a lifetime. Okay, that sounds like a song lyric. So let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Let's put our winners on the table and get after it. You know. There we go. And we'll lead this thing with fear and arrogance, fear and arrogance. Both things are possible simultaneously. The great crash of Davis told Nuke Lelouch one time, the key to success on the big league level is you play the game with fear and arrogance. Even if you lose, you maintain your arrogance, but always have that healthy fear, the fear of failure and the arrogance to go for it and have the balls to risk failure. That makes sense. Makes That's what you and I need to start doing. Words to I'm ready by. to take this god dang thing to the next level, homeboy. Yeah, Hell no, anyway. Carl ain't watching the damn draft. I'll get over there. I'll, I'll do it in a minute. Is that Carl the Cowboys probably had the picked yet. It's a shitty draft anyway. Everybody's a second round pick. There's hardly any first round picks. So anyhow, I'm excited, dude. I'm sorry, y'all got to watch a production meeting tonight, basically. But that's we needed to have this talk. And I want I want Thunderdome, especially you guys that are here at the beginning. Thank you, M. Kendall. 
I know people have said they will cover the DJ. I'll cover the DJ and donate to the cost of the same amount, up to $700. Good Lord, M. Kendall. Well, email me, homeboy. Send me a message at taylorsack at gmail.com, and we'll discuss it in private. If you're willing to do that, dude, let's talk personally, all but off the air, Holmes. Thank you, M. Kendall. That's great of you, dude. Um, no, I'm, I'm ready to take this thing up, over. And the reason I don't mind having production meetings during our actual show is because you guys that watch us now, you are familia. You are Thunderdome. You are OG Thunderdomers, certainly OG viewers to the Mike Taylor live show. And I, when this thing's cooking in a few years, I want all y'all to be able to take credit and say, you boys were there at the beginning to help our ass get off the ground. And I'll, I, and I, I'm never, I'm not going to forget you. So yeah, I, and I don't, I, I remember these names. Most of them. I even take screenshots on occasion. I'm not bullshitting you. I take screenshots of a lot of these names and I'll remember you boys in the future. I'm not going to give you any money, but I'm going to, I'll give you some love on the air. <laughs> Oh, I'll give you I'm tickets. Picturing like like a Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison, you get your list and you're, you're wearing your lipstick and you're crossing out the list. Of the yeah, yeah, just taking care of people that help me out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding, man. Y'all were there for me, dude. Y'all are there for this uh, show. You're, you're removing beginning. people from your list. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I won't kill him. He's cool. <laughs> no, we're gonna take care of him. These people have been there from the beginning of this thing. And the more ideas we get, and the more funding we get, the more support we get, and the more stuff we do and actually turn this thing into a real badass website full of cool content. Once it gets rolling, it's just going to take over and it's just going to roll and it'll yeah. get a lot easier. But here in the early days where it's just Lawrence and me and Puma just kind of winging it and just kind of doing all the, our own shit. How wouldn't it be cool to have a guy run the show for you? Wouldn't that be neat? That'd be <laughs> it cool. would be cool to have somebody to, that knew how to run the show so I could take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm not here, the show does not run. It will Correct. not. It will not. The show does not exist unless I'm in this seat right here. I know. I, need, I understand that. And the I need somebody. Work, <laughs> the I need somebody to run the show. Exactly. LG's put into this is, I mean, does your your work alone deserves to be rewarded. If anybody you know? out there is an eCam live producer and knows the program, hit me up. Shoot me at a, a DM and on my Twitter or any of my social okay. media. That wants to work for free or what? I mean, yeah, we figure something out. Can we figure something out? We can't be. Can we? Can we employ anyone? Email Lawrence. Figure something out. It's, it's it, just hard to find producers that know this program. So I understand. M. Kendall, if you really are serious, email me off off air and we'll and we'll talk. Because uh, you got the money, I'm gonna give you the honey, homeboy. All right, that's it. We're done for the night. Y'all got to watch a production meeting pretty much. <laughs> Thank you happens, very, bro. very much to the Salvation Army. Once Content again, I'm super gold. hyped to be. Shout out super to my buddy Tony to Gregerson in the chat. Just jumped in. Oh, what's up? What's Love up, the Chief show. Gregerson? Oh, what's up? Thank you, homeboy. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Y'all are here at the beginning. You can say, yeah, when that show sucked and they were just production meetings, I was watching it because I support these guys, and I love y'all very hard for that. Thank you. I won't forget it. Barbecue. Salvation Army, uh, org, or can they click on that right there? They probably can't. <laughs> they can't click on it, but you can go to the website. It's in your link tree, linktree.com slash Mike Taylor show. Thank you. Linktree.com slash Mike Taylor show. And there's also a link at loveyouhardtv.com. Okay. Very good. And you can buy tickets, sign up your barbecue team. Uh, or become a sponsor of any of the things we do with our barbecue, which is coming down June the 11th. That'll be great. 
If you want to help support Mike Taylor live, like M. Kendall's threatening to do, that'd be great. Hit my ass up, Holmes. We, you can help the barbecue and Mike Taylor live. So hit me up if you want to help us be a part of what we're doing. Um, I was going to talk about the Cowboys tonight, but fuck them. I'm, I'm sick of the Cowboys. I've given so much to the Cowboys. They don't deserve any more of me. I literally almost got killed for the fucking Dallas. Have I told you the story when I was a kid? I almost got run over going to a Cowboy game. No. My dad got, I, got I'll give you the, for the Cowboys. Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. So fuck them. They don't deserve my loyalty anymore. I'm sick of them. I don't care what they do. And they're a bunch of scumbags that run that thing. I don't want to support bad people. <laughs> I love Dak Prescott, but that's if it weren't for Dak, I wouldn't give two shits about anything else they do. So, no, no, years ago, my dad, Big Mike, got tickets to Cowboys Vikings on Sunday night. It was great. I couldn't believe they were putting the Cowboys on a Sunday night. It was 1988. It was Tom Landry's last season, right before they hired Jimmy. And my dad knew a guy that ran a car dealership that was not very far from Texas Stadium, which no longer exists. The car dealership does. Texas Stadium does not. So my dad got to park there for free. The problem was, the catch was, we get, to, we get to park for free, but the catch is we got to walk four miles to the stadium. And it also meant, I don't know how many of y'all know your Dallas geography, but parking at W.O. Bankston Nissan in Irving, Texas, also meant that we had to literally cross LBJ fucking freeway. LBJ Freeway is a loop, 635. It runs around Dallas. And it's one of those massive, gigantic Autobahn-like freeways with like, and, and this is 88, so it wasn't as wide as it is now. But even then, it was wide for 1988. Four lanes, both directions. So my dad, my father, God, how did I survive my childhood? Jesus. I was probably 12. We, my dad's like, okay, what we're going to do, we're going to take off, we're going to run to the middle. Okay. And, and it was just a retaining wall. It was a concrete wall. That's it. No grassy median, nothing. Just a fucking wall with two little tiny lines. Cars just woom, 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 both directions. So we're watching, we're looking, we're looking, okay, it's clear run. And I haul balls to the, to the, to the retaining wall and hop over it. My dad panics and reaches out to grab my shirt. He thought I was going to keep on going into oncoming traffic. No, I, I wasn't going to do that. I was just going to get over the wall and stop so I can get ready to take off to the other side. And so we waited for all the cars to pass on the left side. Cars are parking at us. I mean, they're honking at us rather. I can imagine what the hell was my dad thinking? Like cars are honking me because they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you with this kid in the middle of the highway, 635. Okay. We had cowboy tickets. That's what. And so we wait. It's clear, clear, run, run, run. I, I was running fast. Shit. We got across 635 and had to cross that some bitch going back to the get to the car that night. Golly. And the Cowboys got their ass beat. <laughs> it's terrible. I've done everything for the Cowboys. I've done road trips to their games. I've covered their stupid ass games. They, M. Kendall, five more coffees, dude. Email sent to Taylor Sack. All right. Uh, I'm going to look at it as soon as we hang up. Thank you, dude. Um, I've almost died. I have risked death another time. God knows how many hours I've spent watching their bullshit. And after the San Francisco playoff game this year, that was just it. I'm just, I'm almost back to indifference. I'm back. I'm almost back to where I don't give a shit what you do, win or loss. Just entertain me, baby. I don't even really care about winning anymore. If whatever you do, if you win, great. If you lose fine, I'll give a shit, but just entertain me while you do so. 
You want to go trade all your, you want to trade the next four fucking number one draft picks for Debo Samuel? Go right ahead. I don't give a shit. Whatever's more fun. I just want to have fun with it. You know, you want to go bring in every thug and idiot that's jailbirds all over the league because it's fun and they got talent and they, they, great. Let's do it. Go get Pac Man Jones out of retirement. Bring his ass back in here. I just want entertainment, locker room buffoonery, sideline chaos, undermining the coach. You know, we've already, what have we had this offseason? Secret fun baby that Jerry Jones is embarrassed to tell us he had and paid off to go away. Fucking scumbag. I take my, I take being a father serious. I was, that was bought for me by my babies. That son of a bitch paid that little girl's mama millions of dollars to keep her away from him. It's his own daughter, piece of shit. And then you got the fucking PR guy, the, the media relations guy taking pictures of the cheerleaders as they're changing in the room like a creep show. God damn. It's ridiculous. And you got the divorce bullshit where, because Charlotte, you know, the rumors are allegedly uh, her, her soon-to-be ex-husband thinks that she was screwing around with that media relations guy that got that that didn't even get fired when he got caught filming the cheerleaders. They let him stay for seven more fucking years. And why did they why did they let Rich Dalrymple stay seven more years? Because he has to tons of tons of shit on him. And they're worried he'll out him if they fire him. So they let this scumbag pervert taking pictures of women stay on the job for seven more years. To hell with these scumbags, man. I no longer care if they win. All I want to do is be entertained by them. They're the Kardashians of the National Football League. Cool. That's what you want to be. You don't give a shit about winning. Everything's about getting attention and chasing ass and making money. Cool. Chase ass and make money. Ain't nothing wrong with chasing ass and making money. But I'm not going to sit up here and invest any more of my emotion hoping they win games. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm, I'm not indifferent. I do want to be entertained, though. I don't care if they win, so that part of it's indifference, I suppose. Just entertain me. And as we're recording this show tonight, the first round of the draft is going on. I don't give two shits who they pick. I hope it's a kid that has a, a rap sheet this fucking long. Because you know what? It'll turn into entertainment. Oh, by the way, have I mentioned the guy who was in the car that murdered a guy six fucking weeks ago? And he's still on the team? They don't give a shit. Oh, he's still working out. This kid was in a car full of morons who murdered a kid. A 20-year-old kid, he's dead. 20-year-old kid, they murder the guy. A cowboy is in the fucking car. It's his friends that shoot the guy. And what do the cowboys do about it? Nothing. Hey, entertain me. It's, I'm not entertained that a kid got his, that got murdered. But again, that's cool. We're back to the bullshit of the old days. They're going to suck every year. Just entertain me. Dak Prescott's fun to watch on the they're on game days. And the rest of it, I just want buffoonery, three-ring circus. That's all I care about. And I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. You tired of them. their ass. I'm tired <laughs> of them some bitches. That's it. Sick of them. Just entertain entertain me because I have to do segments on the radio show because yeah. 95% of my listeners love the Cowboys and that's cool. So I'll talk Cowboys. So if I if I have I'm forced to talk about a bunch of scumbags, if I'm forced to talk about a bunch of 8 and 9 teams or 9 and 8 teams or teams that shit the bed in the playoffs, I'm cool with that. Just make it entertaining as we do it. That's all I ask. No. <sighs> I'm going to make all, my cold get anyone worse. can ask for, just to be that's entertained. Right. All right. I'm going to go buy some. I, I told my girlfriend I was going to remember this. Apple cider vinegar and oil of oregano. Oil of oregano. I'm going to go pop. Yeah, she swears by it. I'm going <laughs> to go pop that. 
pop those two things, make me some chicken, and drink some damn beer and relax and watch the rest of the draft. And that's nice it. That's all I got. holistic healing ritual for yes, you. Yes, sir. You bet your all ass. Right. All right, homie. All right, dude. Sorry for the rant at the end. I just got pissed off. <laughs> that's it. We're done. You boys be good. We'll holler at you on the radio show on iHeartRadio in Austin and San Antonio, whether it's Ticket 760 in San Antonio or AM 1300 The Zone in Austin, or just go to the iHeartRadio app, download that. You can... Listen to that radio show anytime you want. We'll be back with Mike Taylor Live, presented by Texas Cheer Liquor, next Tuesday, back on regular schedule. Tuesday, Thursday, Samuel Adon Freeze will be back in the room, and we'll keep doing what we're doing, getting better each week. Love y'all hard. We'll see you next Tuesday. Peace out. Wait for the fat guy. Here's fat, here's fat Mike to, to run you out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come back, you puppy. Mike Taylor Live is presented by Texas Cheer Liquor.